presents Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly, brought to you by Bell Ford, the Arizona Ford Giant, at 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix, or at bellford.com. Verizon Wireless, this is 5G done right, by Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Pick up any of our award-winning sauces on the way home tomorrow night at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. The D Las Vegas Resort and Casino, home of Bar Canada, a north-of-the-border home, Las Vegas style. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, ultra-smooth, Arizona-owned. Behind the mask, whether on the ice or in line, we are the Valley headquarters for all of your hockey needs. By M Drive, the presenting partner of What Drives You, M Drive, for energy, stamina, recovery. And by Summer Skates, get your personalized shower shoes and koozies at icetimehockeysw.com forward slash partners and click on the Summer Skates banner. Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by the D Las Vegas Resort and Casino. It's part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy. All right. Welcome in, hockey fans, professional hockey fans. Anywhere that you may be joining us tonight on the Podbean app, this is Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by the D Las Vegas Hotel, Casino, Resort, Home of Fun. Everything that you want is the the D Las Vegas. So welcome in. Uh, normally it's me by myself, but tonight I rounded, I pushed, I I did what I had to do, folks, to bring on Paul Hornstein again because today was crazy in Colorado. This is Colorado week, and uh, Scott Strandy here, not in Scottsdale, but in Fort Collins, Colorado. Um, I'm planning everything out. I have a game to go to tonight. It's the Henderson Silver Knights versus the the, uh, Colorado Eagles in the beautiful Budweiser Event Center. And about 11 o'clock this morning, I get an email saying, like, Oh, yeah, we have a problem. There's a COVID protocol issue, and there will be no game tonight. So I said, Paul Hornstein, join me. Talk professional hockey. How are you? Um, I really think that blackmail is illegal, isn't it? <laughs> Shh. Who, who said that? <laughs> well, isn't that basically what you said when you, you had to push and <laughs> – because that's what you—that's not what you did. Oh. Sorry, I I, anybody, I anybody, law it. enforcement listening, uh, Fred, <laughs> uh, ignore me. Yeah, Fred, Travis, turn it off. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, well, that got us off on the right foot, I think. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, so tonight I wasn't even sure was, if you could hear me. Okay, so tonight I was supposed to. Uh, record this show a little early because I was going to be at the, as I said, the uh, Budweiser Event Center, about nine miles from my hotel room right here. Um, I, I was thinking, out? yeah, it didn't it didn't work out? Okay, <laughs> but but good news. While I was doing that, I rounded up a great guest for Sunday night. Uh, while I was waiting to do uh, other things, I uh, I rounded up uh, a credential to go see the uh, Coyotes. And the avalanche and stop. That's knocking on wood because uh, if that one gets canceled uh, because of protocols, I'm going to really be bummed out. 
But anyway, I enjoyed a beautiful 66-degree day on the, the front range of the Rockies and took in some beautiful sights and got to go over to Colorado State University and take a look around there. And I actually went to the Budweiser Event Center, took my pictures from the outside. Um, and, and I'm looking to go into Ball Arena on Wednesday. I'm going to go down for the morning skate and also for the game. And, and hopefully everything goes off without a hitch. But ah, so no guests tonight, just you and I. But there is plenty of professional hockey to talk about. So, Paul, before we get into anything else, let me explain right. exactly what happened today, because um, didn't that you just email do that? that I got, yeah, no, not completely. I, I got to clarify it. The emails I got okay. were from both from both media relations people at the Golden Knights and in, at Colorado, and they both said the same thing. Um, the protocols were on the Henderson side this time, so if you want right. to lay guilt somewhere, it's on the Henderson side. Now, here's the unique thing about this. And uh, Stephen Marsh is going to join us in uh, about a half an hour to give us the Las Vegas perspective of this. Um, when we were talking a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago now, right at the start, I guess, of the uh, AHL season, we asked the A or Stephen did. He asked the uh, Henderson Knights players what that first road trip was going to be like. And they said they were extremely thankful because unlike the NHL where they have to fly in, bus to the arena, bus to the hotel, stay within the hotel confines, go to the arena for the game, and, and vice versa. The AHL players were going to be allowed to go out, walk around, go get a coffee, do those different things, and the, the AHL players were thrilled about it. Now, I have no idea how this person, persons, people contracted or contacted the disease, um, the positive test. But whatever it was, it was on the Henderson side, not the Colorado side. In any event, the game is postponed. It has not been determined when they're going to play it again. Uh, I'm guessing they'll try to make it up as much as possible. But um, bummer. Bummer for me because I was really looking yeah. forward to this tonight. Okay. Yeah, so, well, so that's I, I don't, I I don't know what to it. tell you. I mean, I'm playing my little violin for you here. and uh, I hear it softly in the background. Yeah, Thank very you. softly. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you something else about Colorado. I have experienced beautiful weather right now, but I understand I just watched the news, and I may get out of here just in the nick of time because there is a massive snowstorm coming this way. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, their big alert days are Saturday and Sunday, but I'm leaving early Thursday morning. It's going to take, you know, I'm, hopefully river. I'm going to get – Hopefully, I'm going to get far enough north. <laughs> so, so when I'm in Grand Forks, yeah, that it makes all goes, sense. Yeah, I know, but it all goes south of me because that's the way the weather map looked. Is it's going to hit Fargo up to Bemidji across that that part of it, and Grand Forks will probably just be freezing cold. <laughs> you, it, like normal, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, so so let's talk uh, this this COVID stuff because it's not over yet, people. I mean, I realize there's vaccines. I realize that people have had it and they've moved on from but it. But not enough people have gotten those vaccines yet. And exactly. I don't want to turn this into politics. So, No, not, not politics. I'm just saying it's reality for, for the world still. And we saw it today. I mean, uh, I would have bet you a lot of money that there would have been no cancellation after they played Friday and Saturday and had Sunday off. It just seemed like everything was under control. And just that quickly – it pops right up and, and there's no game. So 
where there are games tonight, Paul, uh, Minnesota and Vegas uh, are currently in the second period with Minnesota leading Vegas in Minnesota 2 nothing. Uh, I'm sorry, one. Uh, no, one nothing. Yeah, my eyes are bad. <laughs> yeah, I did um, not get LASIK like my daughter. <laughs> well, clearly not. Um, uh, Minnesota was the was the better team in the first period. Uh, Vegas struggled to. Are you watching this? I actually am. Yeah. Oh man, what NHL are you watching Network. It on? Oh, NHL Network. Man. Okay. Um, um, I was just took, trying to watch Colorado the, and Arizona and can't get it on local TV. Okay. Well, it's we that's we can get into that too if you want. That's but uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's been going on for a couple of years. Uh, the um, the the Golden Knights uh, were actually being outshot two to one for most of the first for the, for the first period and, and and a little bit of the beginning of the second period. Uh, and then they got uh, a third power play, and they've kind of turned it on since. They haven't scored, but now they're out shooting the Wild 19-15 to 15 as we end the second period here. Um, the game I, I'm not watching is, and I think this is where you got the 2 nothing from, is uh, the Coyotes are leading the Avalanche at this point 2 nothing. Uh, they got a power play goal uh, early in the first. And late in the first, got another goal to make it 2 nothing. Although Colorado's about to go on a power play. And uh, Edmonton and Ottawa are tied 1-1 midway through the first period. Um, Joey DeCordon goal? He is. And you know, that's, you know, it's not like I needed an excuse to bring up ASU, so. <laughs> well, you can bring up Joey DeCord anytime. Yeah, no, I get it. You but- want. Uh, yeah, but anyway, um, so Arizona leading Colorado. Let me tell you, let, let's start right there. Arizona and Colorado, because they, they're playing tonight, they're playing Wednesday, and then Minnesota's gonna, or, um, Arizona's gonna go to Minnesota, and they're gonna play three games over the, the weekend into the next, first part of next week. So these five games are absolutely critical for all three of those teams Minnesota, yeah. Arizona, and Colorado, because none of them can afford to lose games. It's a 40, 56 game season. So, uh, 56. Yeah, you can't afford to lose hockey games. Uh, it, like, you can't lose five, six, seven in a row, or you're done. It's over. Um, so, it's going to well, be. Well, listen, you know what? I'll sit here and say this. Okay. Um, the, the the Golden Knights are leading the division. And they have the fewest games played. All right, uh, St. Louis is is in second place. They have the most games played. All right, they're they're two behind Vegas, and Vegas has played four less games. And then you look at this little menagerie right here: Colorado, twenty two games, twenty eight points; Minnesota, twenty two games, twenty seven points. The L.A. Kings, uh, 23 games, 25 points. And the Coyotes, 24 games, 25 points. Uh, A two- or three-game losing streak right here puts you in deep trouble. And for all the problems that the Coyotes may have had off the ice, at, at this point of the season, they're still over 500. And they're right in the thick of it. 
So kudos to, to the guys on the ice for, for battling through uh, the off-ice craziness and coming through on the ice. Now, like I said, they have played the second most amount of games in the division, but they're right there. I mean, you know, they're tied with the Kings for 25 points, and Minnesota's got 27 points. So it's not like uh, Vegas can actually do the Coyotes a favor by coming back and winning this game. Um, and it's only a one nothing game. So, and that is one nothing, by the way. <laughs> Not one zero? No. <laughs> and uh, Mr. LaPlanta, uh, the guy doing the games for Minnesota TV, uh, I know he's doing games and I'm sitting here in my basement. I don't care. It's uh, one nothing. <laughs> okay. And I will take that to my dying day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I knew you were going to bring it tonight. I just had that feeling when I said, Paul, come and do another night. Because that'll be three nights in a row for you. Say, Come over here. I know you'll bring it. And you're bringing it right off the get-go. The first 15 minutes into the show, we're, uh, we're talking topics. Okay. So I want to throw Do you want to get to the thing. big topic or do you want to keep it to the region <laughs> right now? Keep it to the region right now. And we're going to save okay. that for last, the last 10 minutes or so, the big topics. Um, but anyway. 10 minutes. I, okay. Okay. 15? <laughs> We're gonna find out. We we can go over a little bit if we have to tonight for that one. So, <laughs> okay. So, um, as you mentioned, uh, it's a log jam, right? And when you're starting mm -hmm. to approach the halfway point of the season, and more importantly, a trade deadline, and you look at the teams in the Pacific Division, uh, the Honda West. I'm sorry, Honda West. Um, they are definitely log jammed. And here's right, the thing. So you're not trade so none of those teams are trading. So knock them out. Okay. Uh huh? They're not gonna they're not trading with each other, that's for darn sure. No, no, absolutely not. But that's where, that's the point I was getting to. These are four point games, not two point games this year, because they're all within your conference. So when when Arizona and Colorado match up tonight and Wednesday night, those are four points up for grabs because you have to take two from the other team and get two for yourself. And, and I think that's going to be the most interesting part of this coming down the stretch. I don't think ever has games in hand meant as much as they will this season. Your uh, thoughts well, on that? Well, especially since every game is a four-point game. Yeah, All that's right? my point. I mean um, – it you know it's not like you could sit there and say well uh, my team's going to go out and play uh, somebody because it, it, this will sound weird I was about to say your team can go out and play somebody in the Pacific time zone and and uh, you know it, it's not as bad as losing to somebody in your own division uh, when you're only playing teams in your own division um, I mean that's that's just a uh, that's just that's just a no-brainer. And if you look at every division, um, they are, for the most part, jumbled up right now. Yeah, and, right? and, I, and I think you would expect that, though, wouldn't you? When you're playing within your division, that you're probably—I mean, unless somebody just completely yeah, but normally, but normally it? after 
but normally after 24 or 25 games, you're just getting started. This is not a stretch yeah. run. The season's half over. You're in the back half of yep. the schedule now. Um, yep. If you're the teams in the the Canadian division, okay, um, you, Toronto's up big, but Winnipeg, Edmonton, Montreal, Calgary, uh, even Vancouver's struggling. So uh, that looks like a, a, a race of four teams for three spots. Uh, in the Central Division, the not quite Central. I mean, I guess I don't know how. To, I guess they had to call it something. Um, it looks like. <laughs> yes, they did. Had to call it something. Um, that's really kind of the only division that almost looks defined. Uh, Chicago's in fourth place, which I'm sure NBC loves, and uh, Columbus is five points down having played the same number of games. So um, it looks like there's starting to be a little bit of separation uh, in that division. Uh, in the East, um, you got, at this point, it looks like five teams for four spots. Okay. Um, Islanders right now have the most points, but Washington has a game in hand and only two points down. Uh, the Bruins are five points behind the Islanders, but they have three games in hand, so they're right there. And Pittsburgh uh, only has a game in hand, and they have 29 points battling with Philadelphia, who has played 22 games and has 27 points. So uh, those last three spots right now are kind of jumbled. Uh, you, you could say, I mean, obviously nobody's running away with that division because if teams win their games in hand, once again, everybody's playing in the division. So a game in hand, it means a lot. and doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, it, it, this is a crazy year. Every way that you look at it, there just is no other way around. Oh it. yeah. But, but at the same time, I know you're going to agree, agree with me on this one. It is extremely exciting because every game matters. And there, there's no days oh. off, as Bill Belichick would say. You, you, you got every game is, every is almost a playoff game. It really is. And if you get oh. if you get a series of three games like the Arizona Coyotes and the Minnesota Wild are going to play this coming weekend, oh my goodness, <laughs> you're talking about something well, else. See, but that's a chance for the Coyotes to. I'm not. I don't want to sit here and use the word separate. But you can gobble up some of those games in hand that the Wild have by beating them a couple of times. Well, yeah, and that's what they just had a two-game series in Arizona where they split with them. Uh, did they split with them? Yeah, I think they did. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's saying something. But, again, we're coming down to goaltenders. And, and when you talk in the, in the Honda West and look at Vegas, Marc-Andre Furley has played – uh, every single game for like what twelve straight, eleven straight. Uh, since well, since Robin, Robin Leonard's hurt, and you know this is the guy that was traded, right? This is the guy that uh, Mark Andre Fleury. Oh, they're going to trade him. They're going to trade him. They're going to trade him. And maybe they <laughs> Who were said that. It, it was not me. I never said that. I said he's staying put from okay. the start. Oh, that's a load of. But that's we're we're not. I mean, as we talked about. I know at some point we had this conversation. Who was taking him at that salary? 
nobody. And, and aren't the Golden but, Knights happy about that? And your landlord is not letting him go because your landlord promised him that he could come to Vegas and retire there and be the key cog in the franchise. And Mr. Foley is a man of his word, and that ain't happening. Okay, not you know, so. No, listen, I, you know, I mean, if, just forget about that. And I'm not saying that wasn't a factor. Just from a, from a hockey factor, from, from, from Oscar from, is, he's a good backup goaltender, but I don't think he's a number not one. I don't think he'll ever be a number not one. Yet. And he's not Mark Andre. So we'll see. But okay, I had, so, you know, I had a chance to see him play at the AHL level uh, last week and, and he was, he was sharp. Well, listen, you know, that's, you know, you got to have goaltending no matter what the level, right? I mean, they only have one loss, Henderson, which is pretty darn good after 11 games. I'll take that. No? I got you. I cut. Uh, Again, because I wanted to see that game so bad tonight. Uh, I was so looking forward to that. My whole day was evolving around it. Now I got to sit and wait another whole day and hope that COVID doesn't strike the other Colorado team uh, so I can watch that one on Wednesday because I didn't come here just to sit in a hotel room and, and well, okay, I went out to see if there were clients, stuff like that. But I came to see some damn hockey too. Well, you know, hey, I don't know what that, you know, listen, I, I get it. <laughs> but, you know, once again, uh, you're there. And I've seen the pictures, and I'm in my basement. So, uh, yeah, you want to trade me for the hotel room for a couple of days? Well, you want to leave? You want to stay in my basement? Okay, no. I, that seems no. weird, but no. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I'm not going to complain. This hotel room is great. It's uh, it's got everything you need. It's in a great location. I, I went a little farther north of Denver than I really had wanted to, but. This place, uh, it's got the refrigerator, the microwave, the pool, the washing machines. It's got everything you need if you're going to be here for a few days. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Let's take a quick break. Let's come back. Let's talk okay. uh, a little bit of AHL hockey, and then uh, maybe we'll have Stephen Marsh join us for a few minutes and have him give us his two cents worth on what's happening in Vegas and Henderson now because Henderson, I think, thought they had escaped the covid protocols but as i said in the open uh you can't escape them so we'll take a right, break i have come back i have two minutes i have two yeah? things we have to get to so okay let's do this then we'll come on before steven comes on and, and get right. to your two things hi this is Derek stevens download your new sports betting app with circus sports get 24 7 access to a dynamic sports betting menu including props futures cross-sport parlays, in-game wagering, and more. Sign up for the mobile wagering app at circusports.com. Then visit one of our downtown Las Vegas sportsbooks at the D or the Golden Gate to activate and fund your mobile wagering account. Learn more at circusports.com.
If you live in the valley, you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burritos served all day to combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations, from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to... Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old. To hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. Alright, still got it. Still got it. Who's old now? Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by offensive ribs? I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's barbecue. Located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their cold pork smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all. Hotel, casino, and all around great spot for fun, just down the street from the Circa where you can actually stay at the D, use your uh, hotel key to get into Stadium Swim at the Circa. How good is that? Scott Strandy in Fort Collins, Colorado, as we continue Colorado Week. My co-host from Sunday night, Tuesday night, is now a Monday night co-host, Paul Hornstein. How are you? Uh, we're okay. <laughs> just kind of looking up... Uh... <laughs> What's going on here? Um, trying to figure out. You have two out. things to say, you told me. Yeah, I have two things to say. One is easy, and one is, I, I, the word is not controversial, because what I'm going to say is not controversial at all. Okay. First of all, the NHL needs to go back to wearing white jerseys at home. I lost you. I lost you. I heard you say one is easy, and then you're long gone. Well, you tell me, me again. The NHL needs to go back to wearing white at home. <laughs> right. Although then what are they going to sell? When are they going to sell their jerseys? <laughs> well, they, they still have to play road games, right? Yeah. Yeah, but they now okay. each have six jersey colors, so. So what? They can't wear them. <laughs> so what? Okay. So go back. To All right. I mean, the white. To, to go back to wear white at home. That's easy. Ex explain it. Explain I mean, why you want that. Now. The NHL, when they were celebrating their 75th year of existence, went back to wearing white on the road the way it was in the beginning when the league started. Okay. You know, there are only six teams. 
there were only six teams at the time. Okay. And, and I'm not even sure that there weren't a lot of times where Toronto wore blue and Montreal wore red at the same time, you know, color against color. The Rangers were were blue. The the Bruins were black. And the Blackhawks wore red. And Detroit, I mean, it just, there were six teams. Okay. At, some, at some point, and I think this probably has to do somewhere near expansion, they went to wearing white at home. Which is awesome because now, when you can see the the stuff from you know what your home team stuff looks like. Now yeah. you every every and I I get it. the the road team is always wearing white now. Yes. Oh, boring, boring. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I told I, you. I, I, okay, I will so sit that... here. I will sit. Wait, hold. On. I will sit here and say that while I am. Not a fan of that, of my landlord's gold. Okay, it would probably make it a little bit more interesting against Minnesota wearing green. Can can we can we mix it up a little bit at least? <laughs> sure, I'm all uh, for uh, it. But they need to go you back. You know to how much pull I got, home. right? <laughs> yeah, about as much as I do. But they need to go back to wearing white at home. Okay, that's okay. issue number one. Okay. What's next? Issue number two is I'm going to go send some extra Kleenex to the Washington Capitals. I mean, Capitals (laughs) locker room. They're crying because Mr. Wilson got a 17th suspension because he hit somebody in the head. For for the maybe it's maybe it's a seven day suspension. uh, One for every time he's hit somebody in the head that hard. Oh, then it would have been a 77-game suspension. <laughs> exactly. Okay? He's a dirty player. Period. Terribly dirty player. And if, Terribly and if dirty. He's, still, he's not a terrible player. He's a good player. He's a no, good, he's a terribly a good, dirty player. He's a really yeah, well, he's a good hockey player if he just plays the game. And the only time you can get him to play the game is when they're playing the Vegas Golden Knights because one Ryan Reeves can put him in his place in seconds. And and you can be physical and not be dirty. Absolutely. Okay. And it's too bad when you have a history that they suspended this guy for seven games. He didn't hit any part of Brandon Carlo's body but his head. And the fact that the referees didn't call a penalty is BS. Because it's not even like it was questionable. He didn't hit the guy in the shoulder and then rub off the guy's shoulder and hit him in the head. He hit nothing but Carlo's head. And believe me, I'm not sticking up. I'm not a, I'm not going to stick up for the Boston Bruins guy. I promise. Yeah. But <laughs> Jeff Tom Walker, Wilson. Are you listening? Jeff Walker, are you listening? Uh, he'll hear it eventually. <laughs> he knows. He knows. I know, I know he does. <laughs> okay. Um, Wilson is lucky he didn't get 77 games. Because that was a flat-out dirty hit. And I get that the coach is going to stick up for his player. and his play- But don't cry to me. Oh, you didn't even get a penalty called into the game. That Just because the referees made a mistake and missed it, although I don't know how they were right there. That they didn't miss it. They just chose not to call it. Oh, okay. 
Well, you have to tell me, Mr. Level Four Referee. Not I. I, you know. Um, let Let me tell you okay. that there is very few things that a good official, an NHL official, will quote unquote miss. There are a number of things that a very good uh, NHL official will choose not to call, whether it be in the moment, whether there be some, and I'm well, going to say it, bias. Um, on the players. Well, listen, you don't have to tell you don't have to tell me that. I'm an Islander fan. The Islanders no. have been getting screwed by the <laughs> officials in this league for 30 years. So you don't have to explain that to me. Well, I'm sure the Arizona Coyotes and Connor Garland will agree with you. Connor Garland gets beat up more than a punching bag uh every single night that he plays and, and nothing gets called. And then the other night, uh Jordan Greenway just literally mauled him. And, and Connor finally had had enough, got up and gave him a two-hand cro- cross-check, which, of course, was the penalty that was called. <laughs> you know how that goes. I'm sorry, that's fact. Uh, all I know is I've watched a bad Barzell get mugged and basically – destroyed for three years, four years. Is it three years? It's two, three, whatever the heck it is. I've watched him get whacked and, 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 and just basically manhandled and nothing gets called. And, uh, it, and Barzal is, is, has had to learn to calm himself down a little bit too. I mean, part of that is he would jaw and be like, you know, uh, Aren't you supposed to call that? Um, maybe now that he had a highlight goal, they might start calling a few more of those. But um, the fact of the matter is, like I said, you don't have to explain the officiating to me. My team's been getting robbed by the officials for 30 years. <laughs> I hear you. Okay, so I don't have Steven yet, so let's uh, jump to the AHL anyway and, and get a little bit familiar with that. I'll give you a second to pull it up if you don't have it up. Um, I, what do you, what do you, I, 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 yeah, it's true. I'm not a professional, so. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, I had you in the NHL, so I wanted to give you a little bit of a break. But um, the AHL, and I'm going to start off from a, a selfish standpoint, if I can, in our company, because the AHL, to me, is growing. It's getting better. The quality is getting better. All the way from the off-ice stuff, as we see in Henderson and all the new places that get Beautiful facilities with a blueprint like the uh, the uh, NHL franchise above them gets. Um, it's getting very, very close. The one thing that has not kept up is the coverage. And um, that's where I think we're going to step in, at least in the Southwest, because um, you go like a brand new franchise at like Henderson off to the best start in the league, for example, and they're getting no coverage. Why is that? Because the media outlets uh, in Vegas only have so many people and so many dollars. And they're going to put those towards the NHL franchise, which leaves the AHL franchise not getting much. Um, If Stephen were on with me right now or on with us right now, he would tell you there's been a number of times where he's been the only media. Oh, he is here. He is here. Oh, listen, they've they've had a couple of games on TV already. So, and that's, you know, that's pretty good. And, yeah, hold uh, on a minute. Stephen Marsh, are you with us? He is somewhere. 
I, I am here. Mm. I'm here. Oh, okay. Have to turn okay. the mic on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was just bringing up uh, as I was introducing the AHL, I was telling Paul in the audience that uh, that's going to be our expansion coverage because I just don't think they're getting enough, and hopefully we can fill a void on that. And and I was just bringing up the point that I can't tell you how many times you've been the lone media outlet uh, <laughs> at a press conference in Henderson when um, they're the, the hottest team in the AHL. Yeah, aren't we lucky? Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty amazing where the um, – the the Golden Knights off to a good start. The Silver Knights are are off to a good start. Uh, I know you're bummed that you couldn't go to the game there in Colorado tonight, though, as there was some COVID stuff there. But but uh, you know you've seen the games here in Vegas. In uh, they're a good a good team, and and yeah, the the fact that you don't have a lot of the media, you know, so much so much so much of the media here is focused on the NHL team. It's uh, it gives a chance for an opportunity for us to come in there and, and give them the coverage that that a lot of people don't have the resources to do. Are we done breaking our arms now? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> we patted ourselves in the back. <laughs> okay, so one thing I wanted to know, I don't know if Stephen knew this, but I just took a peek at Hartford, right, Paul? Is where uh, James Sanchez went, just to get another ASU reference in there. Hartford? Yeah, that's where he is. He's in Hartford, unfortunately. Okay. Um, and he, I looked tonight. They played. He wasn't in the lineup, but I didn't think he would be this oh, quickly. But uh, just, you get, I has he even packed yet? Who knows? <laughs> well, he signed, so that's a good thing. <laughs> oh, you got to now. That game's actually over. So I know that's why. Yeah, I was checking to see if he was in the lineup, but I did not see him. So. Okay, so when we talk AHL, uh, it is such a development league, but yet they, they play to win. And as Stephen can attest to this, uh, the facilities, as I was mentioning earlier, continue to get better and better. And uh, the operations run almost similar to an NHL franchise. Is that correct, Stephen? Absolutely. At least, at least with the Silver Knights, that's certainly the case. You know, sometimes with American Hockey League teams, the uh, they'll have a – a general manager just focused on that, but right now the general manager is also the same GM for the Golden Knights, Kelly McCrimmon. He kind of oversees sees it all. So uh, that happens in some teams, in some instances that it, it doesn't. And maybe at some point they will they will get somebody that will be the GM of just the Silver Knights. But but right now, yeah, everything everything's got the Golden Hand Golden Knights uh, fingerprints all over it. Even going Lifeguard Arena there where they where they play or where they practice, excuse me, and you can see Golden Knights stuff in there as well. So they they have their their mark on it. Uh, no, anyway, you go to the you go to the uh, Silver Knights games, and and it's certainly there's there's tidbits of the, even the jerseys at the Silver Knights where there's there's the Golden Knights they have the little Golden Knights uh, colors and stuff on there too a little bit. So, uh, listen, isn't that when you're trying to uh, sell an organization, not just it moves everybody. Uh, the NHL. I, I that lost you both. Now I got you both. Okay. I'm back. <laughs> I mean, when you're trying to sell your organization, isn't that part of what you're trying to sell too? I know no, you I, might. I, yeah, you I'm might not, be. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying no, 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 that's, no, no, that's no, the no. reality. I'm, I'm, I'm just. It, you're just. I'm just throwing it out there. You know, if you're, uh, you know, trying to show off your organization. 
the easier stuff is to show, you know, how you do things at a certain level. Um, and, and that's important to I me mean, because that's the ultimate decision. But isn't that how you make your reputation, how you treat players, uh, not just at the NHL level, but at the minor league level as those guys move up? Isn't that how you make your organization's reputation? Or at least you would think so. Yeah, I agree. But for for so many years in the past, that has not been the case where uh, teams have always looked kind of like, ah, they're the development program, whatever. And over the last five, six, seven years, it's become more of a – and this was never more evident than when I took a tour of the, the Henderson Silver Knights facility uh, when they opened it. And Kerry Bubles, the president of the Golden Knights, was our tour guide. And he said – it's extremely important for us to have everything that our Golden Knights players have access to because a lot of times these young development players don't have the proper nutrition. They don't have the proper workout things. That uh, they, they come out of college and they're pretty much on their own or they come from juniors. So I think that's a focus right now. And um, I, I guess uh, I'm not just patting ourselves on the back, but I'm patting the AHL on the back because uh, they're doing a really good job um, under difficult circumstances because they don't have the money and the resources that that's th- thrown into the NHL franchise. Well, the best well, thing, they, the best thing that they did, the best thing that the American hockey league did was move out West. I mean, you know, before the AHL was mostly East coast based team, East coast teams, but they obviously expanded out West, took some teams that were previously in the ECHL. They promoted them up to the American hockey league, like Ontario, Bakersfield, those teams were all in the ECHL. And now they have a closer connection with teams out west because other before then, you know, they would have to go cross country or in the Midwest. So now they have these these western teams out here west can have teams within the same city or within the same proximity. Of course, recently Golden Knights bringing a team from San Antonio, purchasing that franchise and bringing them out here and starting a franchise out here in Henderson. So I think that was one of the big positive things too that the American Hockey League did was to say, you know what? It's time. We need to bring. We need to bring some out west. Maybe give these chance for these western NHL teams to get, gain affiliations with these west coast teams and, and and make everything closer geographically too. Well, I mean that's that's just it. And in a salary cap league, okay, where you need to have your eye on your prospects even more than you ever had to. I mean, if you. I'm sure that most of these AHL teams in a normal year, uh, they have moved, you know, their their franchises. Like you said, Stephen, uh, like the Ducks now have their franchise, their AHL franchise in San Diego. San Jose is literally in the same city. You know, what's it? A two-hour car ride from that place down south to Phoenix. Um, yeah, from, from Glendale to, to, to Tucson. Oh, whatever. Where? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Colorado? I mean, it's, Colorado. It's approximately 50 miles. <laughs> right. How many? 50. Okay, so that's, that's an hour. Uh, well, no. On the freeway, 45 minutes maybe, but. Um, well, whatever. Yeah, yeah you're learning that. Point. You're learning that. You're learning that. Learning that this week, aren't you, Scott? There's you spent some <laughs> yeah. days in Colorado. Yeah, right. You're right, Stephen. Yeah. He's, 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 
So, I mean, you too, stop so I mean, it. This is <laughs> no, not going to happen. Um, so you see this uh, all over the place. And, you know, you're seeing it not just in hockey, you see it in baseball, too, where uh, major league teams have over the years bought minor league teams and moved them closer to the major league franchise. So that with all the player movement and as many guys that get as hurt as guys do, to be able to get players quickly, you know, the, the um, what are they called now, Stephen? Because I still call them the, 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 the 51s or whatever. They used to be the Las Vegas Stars. <laughs> yeah, that's thing. going back. The Aviators now. Is that what they are, the Aviators? Yeah, the know, there was a time where uh, it was like musical chairs and everybody tried to avoid having Las Vegas as their triple A team. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Probably the probably because of the facility, I think now, but they got a top notch ballpark now in Summerlin. Well, now, so. listen, I mean, honestly, and, and I used to and I still laugh at this because it's not like. But they were affiliated like, with Toronto and the Mets. I mean, yeah, I know. That did, <laughs> that but didn't make but sense. I used to I used to laugh, Stephen, because. You know, it's not like in normal times they were trying to get them, I don't know, from Little Rock, Arkansas to New York City. I mean, it was Vegas. There were flights going in and out of Vegas to New York every 15 minutes. So, but, you know, that was clearly not fast enough. Yeah, um, but it, now that now they, they, they leave every, right? but they leave every 15 minutes, but the flight is how long, Paul? <laughs> you you just did that. Well, recently. I understand that, but <laughs> it's it's not like it would take three days to get a guy there. You know, like I said, <laughs> no, that, and, and, that was and, the Arizona Coyotes and, and a twelve-hour <laughs> flight. But I mean, you get. I mean, what are they? The A's now, Stephen? They're the yeah, yes, the the A's Triple A team. Yeah, so yeah, that's okay. that's very easy to get there. So yeah, so I mean, so you see it, so you see it there. Uh, you see it obviously in in and and. You know, hockey's trying to do the same thing. And and I get it. I mean, it makes sense. You know, yeah, well, the Bruins only, have had their fun. But not only does that make sense in that respect, but when you put them like you have them in the Southwest right now, I mean, uh, our coverage area next year, Colorado is going to be the farthest trip for me because even though we add San Diego, Bakersfield, Ontario, um, those are shorter car rides for me than going from Vegas to Colorado. So I think it's just going to be a lot more fun. But there again, that's back to us. I have two things that I want to get in uh, before before the end of the show. So let me get those on so Stephen's got to go. He can jump off. But Stephen, have you gotten any updates regards to the positive COVID protocol that the Henderson Silver Knights are in right now? I, uh, Mom's been the word to me. I don't know if you've heard any more about it, but – um, I was telling Paul and the audience before you came on that I, I, it felt like Henderson kind of felt like they'd escaped it now. Uh, did you get that feeling too, or is that just me? Yeah, I don't, you know, it's, it just, it, it seemed very surprising because, you know, they were, the, the season was going along and, you know, they, they were taking some road trips, but they, you know, they do for the most part, keeping things pretty safe, but now, here they are in Colorado, and and they had a day in between, and now 
you know, they're getting ready to play a game tonight and, and it gets postponed. So it's, I guess it just shows you that no one can, you know, anybody's susceptible and, and we don't, I don't know any more information uh, to answer your question there. I, I just seen what was posted out there on into the public today about the game being postponed because of a pro- protocol for the silver night. So we don't know if, if it's even a, a positive test, I would imagine there'd be one there or certainly some, some exposure. So uh, I, I think, I think he, it, it, regardless, I mean, the, the NHL, they, they take things seriously there, obviously, too. But certainly in the American Hockey League level, if, if you have one positive result or if you have some exposure stuff, it, I would think it's got to be even more difficult to try to, get the, try to get a game in because with the NHL, you know, they have some extra players. That's why they have the taxi squad this year to kind of help with that and if they can do it safely if, if they can, you know, they get tested and they can figure out who was playing and, at least this time, though, they found out before the game instead of playing a couple of periods and finding out later <laughs> on. That although that happened, although that happened, although that happened in a Golden Knights game, and they did finish the game still. You know, they pulled the guy out, and then they they finished the game still. So you know, it's 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 interesting, but but yeah, okay, I don't so, know. So I don't know anymore, though. I okay. Well, what what good are you then if you don't know anymore? <laughs> I don't know anymore. Okay, I get the same emails you do. I don't know any. I don't know any. I don't know Steven, anymore. Don't, don't let him. Don't let him. Don't let him. Okay. pull that crap so, on you. So uh, this one, this one, I'm going to stand back on and let you two uh, go on this one because you two are my 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 go-to guys when it comes to this. Are you ready? Do we have a choice? Uh, no. Um, the Henders and Silver Knights got some really sporty uh, silver helmets. And the uh, Vegas Golden Knights got some really, really sporty gold helmets. Go. Didn't we already get into this with the whole wear white at home stuff? No, no, not on the helmet part. You and Steven got to give your sides on this because you guys, you guys both don't like them. Because I, I don't like the gold. I like the, the silver one's okay. The gold oh. one, I. <laughs> uh, just say no. <laughs> No. Let, no, let me tell you why Steven says that. Okay, he's probably right about, but go ahead. Because I don't. But that's I mean, not the case in all, gold. <laughs> uh, I think we lost you there, Scott, if you were saying something. Sorry, there was. Well, we're, like, we're, we're, we lost him, Steven, because he actually <laughs> likes them. <laughs> So he, he, does like them, yes. <laughs> he, he does like them, yes. He does like them, yeah. I like the silver uh, ones. I don't like uh, the gold ones too much, but, no, you know. I... No, no, <laughs> no, no, I think it's, no. Anyway. I think something like that is kind of cool for an AHL team, you know, to have something different. But I just I just don't think it works at the NHL level. You know, the NHL, you know I'm surprised that the NHL allows it to happen. I mean. I, here's my question: though, is Why don't they wear them with the gold jerseys? I don't understand that. You know, at oh least God, the gold that jerseys. would be even worse. Well, maybe <laughs> so, but I mean, that maybe that's too much gold if there's such a thing. They're, they're not the same color. <laughs> yeah, but they're not the same color as anything. <laughs> they're just shiny but, gold metallic. <laughs> but but Bill Foley likes them, and George McPhee and Kelly McCrimmon like the gold helmets, so I guess they're going to stick well, around. Well, they probably but... like them because Bill Foley likes them. Yeah, that's probably right there. 
Uh, I mean, I understand he might raise the interest rates on my loan, but I don't care. (laughs) Uh, Here's the funny part of this whole thing, too, is I joked with Steve Potvin, uh, the head coach of the Tucson Roadrunners. I said, did you get your guys fitted with, uh, like, tinted visors or sunglasses when you play the Silver Knights? And he goes, you know. He goes, you know, I might have to think about that. (laughs) Well, what would have been interesting if – they would have played with the gold helmets at Lake Tahoe when the sun was still out. What kind of glare would have been oh, oh that, that day? <laughs> that would have been awful. That would have been awful. Oh. The ice would have melted. It would have melted the ice that way, in addition to the sunlight. Yeah, a lot faster. <laughs> a lot faster. <laughs> okay. So but the golden knights are one and t- but the golden knights are one and two in the gold helmets. So they, you know, they there you they, go. Stop wearing them. Exactly. They should have done that the first game. Then they like lost the second game with anything. So they're gonna try a third time. And 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 even Bill Foley, I think, you know, he was he was relieved that they they won with them because because he was uh, he was liking it. So because he ended up likes them and he's the owner. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. That was my uh, that was my idea was to have a little discussion on those things. So thank you both for doing that. And um, he would be wrong. <laughs> so, Stephen, as of right now, we don't know if there's going to be any more games affected by the uh, Silver Knights uh, positive protocol as of right now, correct? Don't know. I mean, they, they got another game on, I think, Saturday. So they still yeah, got some, so. So they got some time still before that to, yeah, to figure I, it out. Yeah, I, I mean, I, on the website, they're not, they're not scheduled to play until uh, Saturday night. Uh, in uh, Ontario, so um, you know, so they have a week to figure it out. Yeah. Well. Okay. So I blame you. I blame you, Scott. What did I tell you before? I said, don't bring bad luck when you get there to Colorado. <laughs> I didn't and, even. And get what happens? You, you you get there and you can't. There even, you go, Steve. You didn't there even you get go. There you, you go. Even, now you're talking. You didn't even get to the building before they find out that the you you got the game postponed. So good job, there, Scott. There you go. That, what that what happens about. if that happens Wednesday? I, I'm that's it. You guys are doing the show together from now on. <laughs> okay, Stephen Marks, thanks for joining us. I appreciate you giving your two cents worth uh, on all topics Vegas hockey. Um, go ahead and take the rest of the night off. You got five minutes. <laughs> nice i like it i'll take my five minutes to go watch the rest of jeopardy <laughs> uh, aren't you watching the golden knights oh yeah and that too <laughs> oh, 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 oh. i got the both on well the golden knights game is one nothing right now right now one nothing minnesota i know that i'm watching it yeah well i had it i had it on and then i put jeopardy on for a few minutes to see how katie kirk was doing as guest host and then and then uh, LeVar got, Burton, period, and flip, end of story. Flipping back and forth. Burton. You know, so I, I had I had it on, but but yeah, it's uh Well, it's as Paul night, can hopefully. tell you, and I can tell you, it is still one up in Minnesota, so what the heck's going on? Are they wearing gold helmets again tonight? <laughs> no. Or I probably would have the game off because I probably wouldn't be able to see anything else. No, they don't have Mark Stone. They don't have Mark Stone and Alex Petrangelo in the lineup. That's probably part of it. Ouch! Yeah, that does hurt. That does hurt a lot. Good. No, no. Um, okay, Stephen, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Um, we will talk to you Wednesday. Sounds good. Be safe out there right. in Colorado. Ciao, yeah, I'm Steve. working on it. <laughs> okay. Stephen Marsh, our uh, our beat 
reporter from the Vegas Golden Knights and Henderson Silver Knights and also my club hockey co-host on Wednesday night. Okay, Paul, um, we had a chance to bash it all up. Anything else you got left on professional side of hockey that you want to get off your chest yet? Um, I'm sure if you give me a second, I mean, I can come up with something, but, uh, <laughs> you know, and- um, I just think it's it's exciting the way things have gone on. I'm really encouraged. I, I'm going to get on my soapbox one last time, and I'm going to say, I don't know why you don't go out, and if you want to help the economy, for starters, just, just use that as an excuse. You want to help the economy, go out and vaccinate your professional sports teams because they have their own doctors. They have a controlled environment. If you get them vaccinated right away, they're controlled. Then you're not wasting hundreds of dollars, hundreds, thousands to millions of dollars in canceled and postponed games because of player protocol. Give them all their shots and get them vaccinated. You know, I, I'm just so sick of it. It's so ridiculous. I understand okay. you have to have some sort of way to go, and I, I believe in the, the healthcare workers and teachers and all that stuff. Really? Uh, because, yeah. because I can't get one. Yeah. Unless I want to go to Buffalo. Yeah. Well, it came up for me too, and I left Arizona right about the time that they started uh, getting my age group. So, yeah, go figure. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I, I just think that's so ridiculous because it's not like you're giving away millions of doses. You're giving away a very limited number. Optics matter. And, Optics and, uh, matter. Don't tell anybody. Just go do it behind the scenes. No, that would be with, worse. No, it wouldn't. Just get yes, them all vaccinated and let them play. Optics matter. <laughs> I know they do if you say something, but just don't say anything. Pretend you're an official and you just look the other way. Oh, oh well, that happens all the time. That's not <laughs> Anyway, um, another shout-out tonight uh, to uh, – the, the USA 1980 gold medal hockey team because the loss of a teammate is never easy. And Mark Pavlich passing uh, last week was nope. was tragic. And, uh, and, of course, Walter Gretzky, too. I just can't. Uh, both of those two were very influential in hockey at all levels. So they're both going to be missed. Uh, we uh, send out thoughts and prayers to their families and teammates and everybody that they uh, touch their lives with. So... I don't know how you transition out of that, but we're going to because we uh, we need to move on. And uh, uh, as we talk, uh, you know, we're going to wrap up professional hockey here in just a second. But as we wrap it up, uh, I think the big thing right now, Paul, halfway through the season almost, what's going to happen at the trade deadline? Is it going to be active, non-active? Are teams going to stay put just because they're close? Are there teams that are close that think they need somebody to put them over the edge? Well, there's just not a lot. There's just not a lot of teams that are out of it right now. I mean, the trading deadline is what five weeks away. Can yeah? Can we stop talking about the trade deadline and and what might happen at the trade deadline? Till I don't know, maybe we're two weeks away from the trade deadline when teams (laughs) might actually be able to decide whether or not they're in a playoff race or not. Or are we just going to keep? Or are we just going to keep doing this? and drive ourselves nuts so that by the time they actually get to the trade deadline, nobody wants to pay attention anymore. 
<laughs> okay, I'll go with that. Okay, so anyway, next Monday night, we've uh, I'm working on a really special guest, but I'm going to tease Sunday already because we have a really good guest coming on Sunday night on College Hockey Southwest Live. We've got Eddie Christian uh, from the famed Christian family in War Road, Minnesota, former North Dakota Fighting Sioux, does talk radio on the side or a sports talk hockey show in Grand Forks along with his full-time gig. And uh, we've got him booked for Sunday night as we start the NCHC week uh, in Grand Forks. And uh, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that I can get my good friend, a former Bulldog who lives and resides in Bismarck, North Dakota, Mike Peluso, to come on a Monday night and uh, talk a little bit about growing up playing hockey in North Dakota and how it took him to the highest level. And uh, maybe, maybe we'll even get him to invite us uh, out in the summertime on Devil's Lake or or the big lake and do a little walleye fishing, Paul. What do you think well, of that? It better be summertime and because oh. I'll watch you guys do the fishing because <laughs> I'll just bring the cooler. Uh, anyway, I will I will work hard on that to see if I can bring my good friend Mike Peluso on on Monday night. And then, of course, next Tuesday night we'll have a, uh, a very big a hockey game going on in Grand Forks. So we'll tape it early and uh, we'll try to get some uh, somebody from the uh, – NCHC on with us next Tuesday night. Anyway, we still got uh, two nights to go here. We got David Carl on tomorrow night from the University of Denver, the Pioneers, the head coach. And uh, he's got a lot to talk about because he's got a bunch of players that uh, got academic and on ice honors announced this week with yep. the NCHC. So we'll get on to that. And then Wednesday night, we're, uh, we're back here wrapping things up in Colorado. It'll be an early show because I'm going to be watching the Wild and the Avalanche Knock on wood. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. You know, That's all for me. Somebody from, maybe you can get somebody from Colorado State on. <laughs> no, not a good idea? Uh, what's that? I missed it. it cut out Getting on somebody again. from Colorado State on? Wednesday? No, I have the yeah, I have the University of Colorado head coach coming on. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's that's fine. That's fine. All right. You ready? Go do it. The D Las Vegas Resort and Casino. It's professional hockey Southwest Weekly. It's been brought to you by Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, Ultra Smooth, Arizona owned. Go to MexicanMoonshine.com and try our original cocktail recipes. By Bell Ford, the Arizona Ford Giant, presenting partner of the Sunday Special. Tell our friend Kevin what Ice Time Hockey SW sent you and let him show you the Bell Ford difference. Online at bellford.com or the showroom at 2401 West Bell Road in Phoenix. The D Las Vegas Resort and Casino. From the Fremont Street experience to the iconic American Coney Island restaurant, we are more than just great gaming action. Book your spot at the D.com. Verizon Wireless, the 5G and 5G Ultra Band for Business America's been waiting for. Buy summer skates. Fall, winter, doesn't matter. We still like to keep those drinks cold. Get your personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and click on the summer skates banner. Buy Behind the Mask and behindthemask.com where we can provide for all of your hockey needs. On the ice or in line, visit the website for our Three Valley locations and lots more. 
Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley Boulevard in Las Vegas, where despite how long it takes to eat your meal, there are so many delicious choices, it always seems like it takes you a lot longer to decide what to eat than to actually eat it. By M Drive, presenting partner of What Drives You, M Drive in the morning, relax at night, our two-step system for energy, stamina, recovery. The D Las Vegas Resort and Casinos Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. Available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly presented by the D Resort and Casino is a part of the IceTimeHockeySW.com network. All right. Very well done. Thanks for uh, stepping in on short notice and uh, helping me out do a, a professional hockey Southwest Weekly broadcast presented by the beautiful D Las Vegas Hotel and Casino. And uh, our thanks also to Stephen Marsh for uh, throwing in his two cents worth. Um, yeah, folks, Colorado Week. Uh, didn't happen the way it was supposed to this week. <laughs> so hopefully it's going to get better uh, starting uh, starting tomorrow. But, okay, another night, another show coming up tomorrow. College Hockey Southwest Weekly. David Carl, the head coach of the uh, Denver Pioneers, is going to join us. Paul, get some rest. We'll uh, talk to you again tomorrow night, and we'll say goodnight for little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. De Niro. Good night. <laughs>